0: Good afternoon, and thank you for joining. This is the Black Hippie Podcast, and I'm your host, Chanel. And hopefully you had a great day or a great weekend, great week, whenever you start listening to this episode. Um, So today's episode is titled Seven Reasons Why Heartbreak is Often Crucial for Human Growth. And so I'm getting this from... One of my favorite books, "101 uh, Essays That Will Change the Way You Think" by Brianna Weiss, and hopefully this is this is helpful to someone. And keeping in mind that heartbreak doesn't always have to be romantic; it can be friendship, platonic, um, anything that you know your heart was tied to. Uh, I would say, and uh, so let's see what it what she what it says. So it says, there have been so many poets and thinkers and philosophers who have spoken to this idea, the purpose of suffering, the wound through which Rumi claims the light enters. The beautiful people Elizabeth Kubler-Ross has had to know defeat and suffering and struggle to know appreciation and sensitivity and understanding. The pain Khalil Gibran believes sears the most incredible character's hearts, The suffering through which Fyodor Dostoevsky claims a large intelligence and deep heart can be born. The people see Joy Bell see sees as stars, dying until they realize they are collapsing into supernovas to become more beautiful than ever before. Heartbreak may not be responsible for fundamental biological human growth, but rather the kind that we also know. And our minds and our hearts And throughout our souls if the philosophers couldn't speak to it well enough surely you've experienced something of the same strain in your own life the pain that was crucial to the process the things that were lost to prepare for those that would be gained the excruciating experiences that made you know who you are now it's a phenomenon so many people talk about but most can never quite define the catalyst that breaks you open the rock bottom on which you build the rest of your beautiful life. The suffering that was somehow so crucial, you're grateful for it when all is said and done. It's the human equivalent of metamorphosis, the darkness against which we can finally see light. It's my beautiful. It's my belief that if we could understand why our pain is necessary, we could bear it with more grace, or at least learn to listen to it before it forces us to. Here are the seven reasons why heartbreak is often necessary for human growth. Now, before I start into that, I just wanna highlight the part about how heartbreak, um, it breaks your heart, but it creates a space for light to come in. I like how they said that. Um, I feel like I've said that before, like the light in me sees the light in you. And I think the last time, the last episode I said, Um, the quote from the unknown, from whoever said it, they don't know the source of it, but they said that God breaks the heart until it stays open. So there is a purpose, like it says, for for heartbreak. So reason one, suffering is only necessary until we realize that it isn't. But it usually takes something to make us realize that. Pain and suffering are not the same thing. I'm sure you've heard this before. We love pain. We make the same expression during an orgasm as we do while being tortured. Crying is cathartic. The, psych- the physiological sensation of pain ultimately keeps us alive. It's suffering that we don't like. Suffering is a resistance to pain. And it's in a resistance that we suffer. We don't choose what pains us, and that's a good thing. We do choose what we suffer for, and that's even better. It was always only... Of our own volition. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I've said that before. Like crying is therapeutic, and it's a way to release internal emotions. And emotions are fleeting; they come in waves, right? And you're you you do create suffering for yourself by holding onto emotions. Um, and not allowing yourself to go through the pain. Like I said last week in one of the episodes, don't be over it and don't be past it, go through it so that you don't have to experience, like you can be done with it afterward, right? Because when you go through something, unless you you decide to go back backwards and get back into it, then you're usually done, right? Um, so it's better to allow yourself to to feel the pain and go through it and not create suffering for yourself by staying in that pain and creating resistance. Like it says, if you resist it, then you will suffer. It's just like when we have a shift in our life or something changes abruptly that we didn't want, right? So like it says, like a, a heartbreak, typically, unless you're the person doing it. And even if you do break up with someone, I don't think we really go into something, you know, hoping that we break up. And, and so um, whether you're the one who's getting broken up with or breaking up, you know, there is going to be some form of pain because you've created an attachment to this person. And a lot of the times in these situations, we create suffering for ourselves by, re, you know, th- you, you tend to think it over and think about it like, what happened? Why, why did this happen? Right. And that's creating suffering for yourself rather than allowing yourself to feel the pain and go through it and learn the lesson and be able to come out of it a better person. And um, that's usually the purpose of those types of experiences in our lives. So number two, human beings think they are seeking happiness but they're seeking comfort and familiarity above all else. People are incapable of predicting what will make them happy. This is because all we know is what we've known. Our culture, however, is big on planning for the future choosing our happiness and chasing it. In an effort to do this, we just choose something we knew from the past, even when objectively it wasn't happiness at all. It was something that we desire more, comfort. Until our loyalty to our comfort zones become too uncomfortable to bear, we won't be forced to seek something genuinely greater than whatever it is we once thought was best. Um, I talked about that in last week's episode too, about... Um, uh, being out of your comfort zone and I'm pretty sure I talked about that last week. Um, or why we seek comfort from those who hurt us or something. I, I don't remember, but, um, yeah, just, I mean, that's a human thing. We tend to look for familiarity and comfort, uh, because it kind of allows us to predict what's going to happen versus being in the unknown and, um, not really knowing what that's gonna look like and what that type of happiness will look like. I feel like we know that we'll be happy again. It's just, we don't know what that will look like. And that's the scary part. And we don't know when it's coming versus like, you can go to somewhere familiar and you know, you can get it instantly. Uh, and, you know, I think a part of growth, like it's saying is like, we you'll stay in your comfort zone until it becomes too uncomfortable. And that's when you decide to branch out and to go into the unknown. And that is is a sign of growth because you're willing to go somewhere where you don't know what's going to be with the hopes that you will be happy and get what you're looking for. So number three, suffering teaches us that trying to change the external world to be happy is like trying to change the projection on the screen rather than the projector that's playing it. Byron Katie speaks to this beautifully. Once we realize where the lint is, we can clear the lens itself. This is the end of suffering and the beginning of a little joy in paradise. She is referring, of course, to our minds and the fact that we don't realize to turn inward until we dig ourselves deep enough into our dark hole of trying to change what's outward. Your mind is the lens through which you perceive the world. You must adjust its focus to change your life, not the opposite way around. This is true. We can't change the world. You can't change... Other people's actions and their opinions, and the way that they live, their character, their views, Um, you can add insight into it, but you can't forcefully make someone change. The only thing that you can change is yourself and the way that you look at things, and the way you perceive the world, and the way that you perceive yourself in this world. And if you have a good perception of yourself, then you will. exude that in your outer, your external, um, and people will be able to see that. Uh, I think I've said that before. The light in me sees the light in you. When you are able to recognize the light within yourself and how to show that, not just to others, but to yourself, then that will just radiate off of you. People will be able to see that and the world will be able to see that. And you may possibly change a few people and in, in a few things within the world, Um, But no one person is responsible for changing the entire world. It's really we all are responsible for growing and healing ourselves and being in, uh, in tact and in communication with your higher self. Right? You're trying to get to the you're trying to complete your purpose here. And if everyone does that, then things will get better and there will be less suffering for everyone. It's just everyone has to recognize that and do the work to do so. Number four, often suffering comes to us in the form of a breakdown, which is really just a breakthrough that we haven't seen the other side of yet. Through learning that sometimes, oftentimes, we don't know what's best for us, and yet somehow our subconscious instinctive selves do. I'm not claiming to know that there's a necessarily a divine intervention responsible, but I am claiming to know that many times, even in my own life, I somehow knew it was time to break my own heart for the sake of something greater. Even though I didn't know what the greater thing was at the time. I I definitely agree with that. Sometimes you just, you can, your ego will allow you to stay in a situation that is breaking you down and creating suffering for you because it's not matching what your heart desires and your subconscious which is i feel inside to your your soul knows that this is not for you and that there is something greater out there for you that matches exactly what you need and what you're looking for and so you have that battle between ego and soul of wanting to stay in the comfort zone and then also the other part of saying this is not for us and we we have to go and like there's something greater out there and i think that the suffering that we choose to be in um, when we stay somewhere that we don't belong, it tends to grow. And so then you it grows to a point where you have the option to say, do I want to stay in this? Or do I want to go to somewhere where I don't know? Because um, I feel like everyone has experienced that where you're like, all right, this isn't, this isn't working. And I feel like there is something out there. You have that gut feeling, but you just don't know where it is, what it looks like, how to get there, when it's coming—anything. You don't really know anything about it, but you have that gut feeling. And I feel like once you recognize the gut feeling one time, that's your intuition. It's just gonna keep growing bigger and bigger and keep tapping on your shoulder until so you, you know, get the the strength or um, the curiosity to just try, right? And be brave and just try something. Or sometimes. Because we're working on divine timing, it, you can sometimes it can get to a point where you don't have a choice anymore. you're just going to be pushed into it. So it's really our choice of what type of suffering do you want? Um, do you want to be pushed into something and suffer or do you want to just take a take a risk and uh, have less suffering possibly um, and, and go to where where it is ultimately you need to be? And number five, a capacity to feel joy must be balanced by capacity to know pain. Our world is born of and exists because of duality. This is a fundament of our natural world, but it's also important to see in our own lives. The truth is that the greater capacity you have for darkness is as much contrast through which you can see light. The yin-yang of our emotional selves is always in balance. It truly just depends on what perspective we choose to view things through. Both are equally available to us. The choice is always ultimately ours. So yeah, I think it's like i saying, like we are gonna, you can't really avoid pain. You can't really sometimes avoid joy. And there's a um, duality between the two. And you just really have to create the balance for yourself between them. We're going to have situations and experiences that create joy, and there's going to be experiences that create pain. But through both, you have experiences that allow you to grow and learn and learn a lesson about yourself and about others and how the world works and how to um, recognize the light within yourself, even in the dark, and also how to recognize the darkness with yourself, even in the light. Everyone has darkness in them and everyone has light in them. It's up to you to tap into both and figure out where they are and what that looks like and how to exert that into this world. Um, I feel like that's all I will say about that that fact. (laughs) Um, Number six, pain is a signal that something's wrong. Suffering is what happens when we don't heed it. Physiologically, of course, this is true, but it's even more true emotionally and mentally. We almost like to create problems for ourselves out of a very deep belief that we deserve pain, the bad kind out of retribution for how terrible we wrongfully believe ourselves to be. It's only through grappling with pain that we realize it was always self-induced and served mostly just to help us unlearn our need to create it, to realize why we don't deserve it, and in the process of doing so, reconnect with who we truly are, not just what the rest of the world sees us to be. So... That one definitely pain is a signal, right? Pain is how our body tells us that something is wrong, whether that be like a headache or a stomachache or you know, a sharp pain in your back or something like that. Um, that's how our body communicates to us mentally to help us, but suffering, um, that's more of a mental, emotional thing, and I think that like how it says that um, suffering is what happens when we don't heed it. So I feel like your pain, your heart can be pain and pain, right? Because when we have heartbreak, your heart can hurt. Uh, people have died from heartbreak. So it, it's definitely a, a form of pain within the heart. It's just, you. if you are suffering and you choose to ignore that, it can grow to a point that can harm you. And it can harm you physically, but also emotionally and mentally. A lot of people have just chosen to, in those situations when they've had their heart broken and they choose not to deal with the pain that comes with it and the emotions that come through and really learn the lesson and and live through all the emotions that come through the experience, then they can stunt themselves, like their growth emotionally and mentally, Um, but also cause suffering for themselves emotionally and mentally. They can get stuck in a cycle. I've seen it before. People get stuck in a cycle after one heartbreak, and then it's like everyone is the bad guy, and they can't trust anybody, and they become emotionally unavailable, and then they choose and seek out people um, pretty much for their own gain, and they have this wall up, and then they just keep getting in these cycles of these forms of relationship that don't in that don't encourage growth and don't encourage actual love and vulnerability. And we all know that you need to have vulnerability and trust um, to have love. And um, so you just kind of get stuck in this cycle. And so it's important to allow yourself to really be in the process and trust it and allow yourself to grow through it and figure out who you truly are because every heartbreak allows you to break a part of yourself Um, to reveal a new version of yourself and to to not only a new version of yourself, but you just become more and more in tune with who you are, who you truly are. Because that's the whole point of us being here to figure out who we really are. So number seven, the universe whispers until it screams. There is no traumatic experience that is ever a completely singular event. There is no heartbreak that is ever just the cause of one thing. It's the pattern. It's what the loss compounds on. It's the final hit that breaks us open. The moment when we realize that we know what was true all along, though something prevented us from heeding the calls early on. That is what we break through when we break open. How beautiful to live in a body and world that allows you to explore the darkness, but pains you when it's time to come back. How wild that nobody tells us about this until we're in it or already almost too far gone. So yeah, I mean, the universe will tell you those when you, like when you first get to know someone and that's what you hear all the time on the internet, like pay attention to red flags and pay attention to your intuition when you're getting to know someone new or you're trying to enter into a relationship with someone pay attention to how they treat themselves, how they treat you. Does it? How does it make you feel internally and emotionally, mentally, physically? Just do you feel safe and um, spiritually also? And so the uni- that's the universe typically whispering to you like, yay or nay, right? Like this is the right person for you or this is not right for you. And so it's up to you to pay attention to that and to take heed and You can be cautious and and go slower, or you can choose to walk away, or you can choose to just ignore it and keep going into it. But I feel like if something is really, really not for you, you, the universe will just start getting louder and louder and sending you more and more signals and just speaking to you louder and saying, like, please avoid, like, red alert, red alert. Like, this is not right. And sometimes when we ignore all those signs... We're just going to end up putting ourselves in a lesson. And then sometimes, depending on how long you stay in this type of situation, you're essentially just holding yourself back. Um, but at the same time, he, I feel like God gives us grace. And so he might allow you to stay in a situation for a certain amount of time and do and figure it out on your own. Like, this is not right. And so, um, and so that gets to a point where it's like all right you really have to go like you really can't stay in this any longer and a lot of times it's a way for for us to to show that we have grown as a person and so a lot of the times universe is waiting on us to make that decision for ourselves the universe doesn't want to have to step in and tell us like never like you have to go like pushing us into a space where you have no choice but to leave something behind or to grow from something its really it's looking for you to be tap into your subconscious and and realize what is for you and what isn't for you and to really know who you are so that you can be clear on those signals and make the the right choice for yourself. And so that should be the goal um, after experiencing, you know, different relationships and different heartbreaks um, that you learn each time how to recognize things that don't work for you, how you learn to recognize um, feelings that you gain from certain experiences and people and how it's not for you, and you'll you'll know you'll just know when something is right for you versus when something is wrong. And a lot of the times we do ignore those feelings, um, whether it be because we want to make this person or thing fit into um, what we're looking for, or we don't want to be alone, or we we don't want to we don't want to grow, or sometimes we just don't want another no. Um, and so. It's really just up to you. Like, how do you wanna how do you wanna live, and how do you wanna have these experiences? Do you want to keep dealing with um, heartbreak, or do you want to learn from your heartbreak so that you don't have to deal with that anymore, and you can just be with the person and then with a relationship that is right for you, where your heart can grow rather than break. And so, it's hard. It's not easy, especially in today's society with dating. is just really, there's so many culturally it's changed so drastically and there are so many different opinions and views and people that use social media and dating apps and just, it's, yeah, it's, it's a wild, wild place. And so you really have to know who you are when you get into dating and in love. Um, And I think that if you're able to know who you are and stand strong in that and have a vision of what it is that you're looking for, and don't stop until you find that and be okay with being by yourself and being able to provide yourself with what it is that you're looking for from someone else until you come across someone who can match what you can do for yourself. And that is a way that I feel is a way to avoid heartbreak for yourself. But also don't be afraid of heartbreak, right? It's a duality because it's something that we don't want, but it's something that sometimes we just really need. And I feel like I've said this before, like when you're looking to be in love and you're open to being in love and when you're in love, you're taking a risk. And so we don't always, it's not always going to turn out the way you want it to be. It's going to turn out how it's supposed to be. And keeping that in mind and Don't necessarily hold back, have boundaries, have standards for yourself and allow, take your time, but at the same time, don't have a wall up and prevent yourself from having the fall on experience because you don't know what the end story is gonna be. So keeping all that in mind, heartbreak is inevitable, but it's a growing experience that everyone has dealt with and will deal with. And it's part of, it's crucial for human growth so just roll with it um and just keep growing as a person so hopefully that was helpful to someone that might be dealing with heartbreak might just dealt with heartbreak or maybe it's coming i don't know (laughs) but either way you'll get through it you'll be fine allow yourself to don't just don't suffer too long don't allow yourself to suffer in it just grow through it and come out a better person and um, be ready for the next, the next relationship for yourself. And in the meantime, take care of you, practice self-care and love on you and learn what that looks like for yourself. So that's all I have for this episode. Um, if you haven't already, follow, subscribe to the podcast at Black Hippie Lounge. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at Black Hippie Lounge. You can check out my website. and the link within my bio. And hopefully you have a great um, rest of the weekend and beginning of the week. Um, As always, I'm your host, Chanel. This is Black Hippie Lounge. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.